minute. This is episode 38. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. Huckleberry Wednesday. I'm joined, as always, by Joe and our special guest, George Hendricks from Mogwai Minute. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good, yeah. Good. This is our first time uh, crossing streams, if you will, to other Minute by Minute podcasts. (laughs) Um, our other be guests careful. have just got to be careful other- with streams around a Mogwai too. <laughs> yeah, you never want to cross those, no matter what the scenario, unless it's a very specific <laughs> scenario where you're banishing a god to another realm. This is a great minute you got, George. This is the uh, the the essentially the first Doc and Ringo showdown. This is our uh, our Latin off, if you will. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I want to point out uh, early on the thing I noticed. Um, Joe's not a big fan of Johnny Ringo. Does he take the slowest drag of a cigarette of all time in the sequence? It's it's like he read like a WikiHow article about how to look cool. <laughs> he does <laughs> constantly is constantly just what what's the primpiest thing I can do in this moment to be just I don't care, laid back, but yeah, it's he's he. So I think Joe said it best uh, when he said that Johnny Ringo is a guy who brings a guitar to the party. Oh, he's that <laughs> guy. Sure. I gave my love a cherry. Yeah. Uh, so he takes he takes slow drag of a cigarette and uh, and Kate uh, Johnny Ringo turns to Kate. I'm sorry, uh, Doc Holliday turns to Kate and says, "Look, darling, Johnny Ringo," which is like a great troll of a way to just be <laughs> just be incredibly demeaning to another person. Second only to is, do I know you? Yeah, when you know that you know that person. <laughs> I'm sorry, have we met? <laughs> Who's Johnny? Who are you? Who's Johnny, he said. Um, so you, we kind of get a little backstory on Johnny Ringo that uh, he's apparently the fastest pistol. Since? Since. Um, Buffalo Bill. Uh, Wild Bill. Wild Bill, because he's Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he's silence, fast, <laughs> The Silence of the Lambs once. That one, too. That, that's Buffalo two days Bill. in a row with the Silence of the Lambs reference. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So, um, it's interesting because if you didn't know who Doc Holliday was, is there anything for us to think that he's a fast draw on his pistol? Not given in this minute, not for sure. I, I have a note about, about how sickly he looks. <laughs> it looks extremely such in this one minute. <laughs> he's He's been sweating a lot. and you, uh, His skin he, is see-through. Also, all we've ever seen him do is stab Frank Stallone. I mean, who doesn't want to stab Frank Solis, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good point. Yes, very much. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, and they, they continue this conversation. Uh, and then I love this point where Doc was like, what do you think? Should I hate him? And Kate, who we've sort of established as someone who's has has been right almost all the time, mentions a good point. You don't even know him. Yeah, but I think she she offers that up as almost like an assist. Like, she knows what he's up to. Is she it's, trying to... it's kind of dismissive, like not in like a calming down kind of way. It's like a dismissive, like uh, you don't even know him. I think that's a continued troll. Like, yeah, who even knows this guy? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. The, the only way to make it better is if they refer to him as guy. Hey, guy. Hey, buddy. Hey, pal. <laughs> Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> or they, or they just got his first name wrong slightly, like Jimmy Ringo. <laughs> Jamie Ringo. Yeah, Jamie Ringo. <laughs> um, and we see. Uh, as this continues on, we see Wyatt has his back this entire time with the shotgun under the Pharaoh table. 
these guys live by the gun. They die by the gun. They are very attuned to things like that. And they don't realize or they don't care that he has a shotgun pointed at their manly bits under the table. I, that would throw my game off a little bit, I think. I think the problem is that Johnny Ringo has yet to blink in about – he hasn't blinked in like a couple weeks, and he's still just staring right at Doc. Oh, that's Can't. point like number seven or eight on the cool guy book is don't blink. <laughs> he, that's also yeah. in the Doctor Who manual, but that's a totally different thing. He didn't know that don't blink is meant figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, I mean just don't blink. Okay, cool. He's like, oh, my eyes hurt all the time. <laughs> it's so smoky in here. When when you watch the scene unfold, like sometimes, and I I don't want to be like continuity error guy, so I'm gonna assume that this is intentional. Like, so he pulls the gun over and aims it, and then like a the a later shot, both of his hands are back up on the table, and then later you see him go back down under it. But I think the tension is consistently escalating here. There's no moment where why would be like, oh okay, I think we're cool here. I can take my hand off the gun. I just thought it was weird. Like, you why would you? Why and why at Earp? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't mind, I'd like to do a quick why at Earp aside. It'll just take a second. I don't like that shirt he's wearing. Oh. <laughs> Fashion Joe. What? It's. I don't know if you guys remember it or if you can take a glance at it quick. It's got like these horizontal blue stripes. It's not, not a good look. I don't... He wants to look bigger, and horizontal is supposed to make you look wider. So he exactly. wants to like, be more intimidating. I don't know because he's got a coat on over it. He just it just looks like he's wearing like Popeye shirt or something like that. Do you has has Wyatt installed this shotgun to the Pharaoh table or was it there from the Johnny Tyler days? I feel like it was there. It feels like a Billy Bob Thornton rig. Seems like <laughs> I, 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 it seems like every single like dealer's table in all westerns has one of those guys under there. It's probably pretty standard. Yeah, Which... yet okay, okay. So that's true. Every single dealer's table in the history of cards has a shotgun apparatus underneath it. Yet we still cannot make it a mandatory thing in bars to have hooks to hang your jackets or your purse. <laughs> it is a that's... hit or miss of the monumental proportions, the fact that that is not a regular thing. Why is that not a thing? Yeah, we're cut from the same cloth on that, George. That I, bugs me, too. It drives me crazy every time when it's not there. and makes me so happy when it is. Yeah, I like to have something to hang my purse on. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like it's cold out. You want to take your jacket off, but nope, you got to sit on it. It's it's awkward. Ugh. Yeah, that's a good point. Are you? Do you live in a winter state? I live in Colorado, so it oh, comes yeah. and goes. It has. We have our moments. Yeah, yeah, no, I, can, I can see that. Um, I, I think you're right that it probably was there for Johnny Tyler's. Cause if you think of, um, when Wyatt approaches Johnny Tyler, he comes from the side early on. So he probably knows like, you know, you want to be out of the way of the shotgun blast. Not his first rodeo. Yep. And you also, Ike Clanton takes a similar stance the minute earlier. He goes to the side. Um, so as dumb as Ike Clanton is, he's probably <laughs> smarter than Johnny Ringo. Probably. Um, so then I think, are we are we in the Latin off now? I think we are. Yes. We're getting there because, uh, yeah, it kind of t- takes into that because you get the uh, vino veritas, and then it, it he responds with uh, his phrase, well, which I can't remember what it is now. I, I have it here. Before before they jump into it, someone says he's drunk. Do you know who that is? Is that Wyatt or Wyatt. Morgan? It's Wyatt. It's Wyatt. Yeah. Um, that excuse doesn't work if you're always drunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it doesn't. No. <laughs> Sorry. <Shoot>. Nope. <laughs> so I found a Latin discussion board where someone asked about this, and someone who 
Um, I'm guessing knows a lot about Latin, broke down this entire um, explanation and uh, translation of what is said. So I've got a lot to go through here, but I've learned a lot. So in vino veritas, um, that means in wine there is truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, he says that Doc is excusing his own behavior here and further insulting Johnny Ringo by saying that he is drunk and saying truthful things he would otherwise not reveal. So this makes sense earlier because he mentions about there's something in his eyes and it reminds him of him. So he's essentially saying, like, I'm sorry I'm like this, but I'm drinking wine and that's why I'm, you know, telling you more than I should. Don't tell any of my ex-girlfriends about that saying, please. (laughs) (laughs) I think they know. Um, (laughs) So then Ringo says something I'm not going to try to pronounce, but essentially means, like, do what you do or watch what you do. Uh, And this guy says that this just essentially means that it could be either interpreted as being careful or people do what they do, saying that the reason Doc Holliday is drunk is because he's a drunkard. Uh, well, given the fact that Ringo doesn't blink, I'm pretty sure it's watch what you do. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that's true. <laughs> like, I have no choice. I have no choice. I cannot look away. <laughs> and then Doc responds with, tell it to someone else, not I. So he's sort of being dismissive there. Like, you know, I don't care what Johnny Ringo has to say. Uh, so then Ringo says, youth is the teacher of fools uh, while he taps his pistol. Is Doc Holliday supposed to be younger than Johnny Ringo? So I was wondering the same thing. They're about the same age. There's like a year difference yeah, between the two. Yeah. That's, that's like giving your twin shit because they're like two minutes younger than you. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you're the younger brother. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I, I was wondering the same thing. So I, was, I mean, I was like, well, maybe Doc just looks older because he's sweating and dying of TB. Because <laughs> he has the lungs of a 97-year-old. Uh, and then Doc says, rest in peace. Um, oh, that's what he said. Yeah. I, I, I thought he said I'd named my cat Patches. <laughs> Which is, I think Patches is the name of Wyatt's shirt he's wearing, too. Yeah. It made no sense to me. I'm like, wait that. a minute. Okay, <laughs> I must be misinterpreting something here because that doesn't seem like something you'd say in the middle of a very tense Latin awe. So this guy on this message board like goes through all this, and then at the end he has one line. that goes, also, I don't like their flow or pronunciation. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't need that, buddy. <laughs> there it is. I've always wondered what they said, and 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 now we know. Um, that seems about exactly like what they would say. That seems like very on point for the tone of the of the scene. It yeah. makes sense, right? I'm I'm sort of shocked because I was half expecting it to be like Star Wars world, Star Wars world, Star Wars words, okay. where like it's just made up. And they're like, oh, it's Latin, kind of. You can't just make up Latin. It's dead. That <laughs> Latin is a real is language. It exists. It might not be growing, but it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> How many? It's okay, not like it's not like Arabesh, where you just got to go and like. And I think that's what that means. I thought they were speaking in Hatties. <laughs> um, do you? Do you, George, do you know any other languages besides Latin? I know <laughs> a little French and a little Spanish. Okay. Joe, you know German, right? Uh, I I or used did. to speak it fairly well, but it's faded significantly. Yeah. And I know a tiny bit of Spanish. So between all three of us, oh, we don't really know. Oh, very that. tiny. Let me tell everyone. <laughs> well, what do you mean? Hold on. I Mas You can't even pronounce Vasquez right. That's names. <laughs> took four years of Spanish. Uh, uh, boy, I'm just going <laughs> to let you go on this one. I'm going to let you go. Who do you think wins in that exchange? 
so so it ends with rest in peace and then Johnny draws his gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's in Weiner's truth is what Doc says. Yeah. Ringo okay. says, do what you do. Doc says, tell to so- tell to someone else, not I. Ringo says, youth is the teacher of fools. And then Doc says, rest in peace. Yeah, I think Ringo loses because that youth line. Yeah. It well, really yeah, I mean, he loses because he draws his gun. He can't top the line. Yeah, exactly. So he... He's like, well, I can't rebut, so I'm going to resort to physical violence. Mm-hmm. He jerks that smoke wagon. <laughs> I d- I, <laughs> apparently... Um, Johnny Ringo was uh, not edu- was not an educated man in real life. Yeah, well, he doesn't appear to be in this movie either. <laughs> the, of all the main real life characters in this movie, it seems like Johnny Ringo is the one that they've taken the most liberties with. I think they just had to find a counterpoint to Doc, and yeah, they needed someone that. to balance him out. Otherwise, yeah. he's just running roughshod with his innate badassery over everybody. Yeah. George, since you're uh, you're on here for the first time, do you remember when you first saw Tombstone? Oh, it's it's this came out what ninety three. Ninety three, yeah. Uh, I feel like see, that was, was maybe a little too young to see it in the movie theater, but definitely saw it on video and a million times after that. Are you so? Are you aware that did you watch it a lot on DVD? Um. Actually, you know what? I think my heyday of watching Tombstone was on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> By the time uh, I moved uh, moved to DVD, I was in, um I wasn't as as frequently a watcher of it. The the reason I ask is because the DVD is the director's cut, and it's a little longer. We haven't gotten to any of those sequences yet. The first thirty eight minutes of uh, this is the same as the first thirty eight minutes of the director's cut, but it's like six minutes longer. Is it all love scenes between? Uh, I hope so. Um, and, and what? <laughs> uh, there are some. Uh, I think there's an additional Maddie scene. Oh God! No. And <laughs> probably involving probably involving heroin or, or laudanum. <laughs> laudanum. That's laudanum. What it was. Yeah. yeah. At the end, yeah. she starts doing heroin. They cut that it's out. Just like straight up booting. It's like it's like it's a shot like Sid and Nancy. For... <laughs> it's like train spotting. It was the inspiration for Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> yeah, they cut the scene out where Maddie dives into the toilet. There's a flashlight um, party involved. It's just really, really distasteful. And everybody would like, what's a flashlight? I don't know. It's the Middle West. A baby starts walking on the ceiling towards yep. her bed. <laughs> uh, do either of you have anything else for Minute 38? I wanted to point out the fact that Mr. Harry Carey Jr. is in this yes. movie. Yeah. Who is near and dear to my heart. Yes, from Gremlins. Yes, Mr. Anderson, the uh, expert on dog murder. So, um, Marshall Fred White, he just shows up in this movie I never like this is another sequence where I was like, "Whoa, where did he, when did he show up?" Yeah, the the sheriff is like sitting at the bar just staring at all this go down, and then the marshal comes out of nowhere lumbering in. He he's he every time he shows up in this movie, he just he just happens to just <laughs> It's like to just slide him into it. like, "Oh, there. There's Marshal Fred White. We've never seen him walk." But, uh, well, that's he's... the thing. It's like these movies are about 10 years apart, Gremlins and Tombstone, roughly. Yeah. At least uh, the uh, the release of Tombstone and the filming of Gremlins are about 10 years apart. And Harry Carey Jr. was not a young man in Gremlins, so I can't <laughs> I think that was more of a facilitating his uh, decrepitude than it was, you know, just trying to edit around that because it was Yeah, you're probably right. They're he was like, getting old. He was already up there when the Gremlins came out. Someone wake up Harry Carey. It's like, "Oh, he's asleep again. Is he asleep? Put a mirror in front of his nose." <laughs> They tried yeah, to get no, insurance he's... on him. They couldn't. They're like, no, 
No, just you got to roll the dice on that one, buddies. Well, spoilers, he doesn't have that many minutes left in this movie. <laughs> Damn. Oh, he does not. <laughs> um, anything else? Minute 38? I think Bill, pa- Bill Paxton looks like he's about to fall over with cartoon birds around his head in the middle of that Latin. Oh, yeah, when they when start speaking Latin. When he's flipping the gun around, he's like just starts doing the eye rolly thing. He's so cartoonish. <laughs> well, we at Tombstone Minute here have a theory that um, – uh, Morgan might not be entirely there in the head. I don't think he is. <laughs> if anything else, this one scene, just his reaction, it tells me he is not quite a full stack. A full stack. It no. looks like it's the first time he's heard a different language. <laughs> <laughs> What's his mouth words they're making? <laughs> <laughs> if he would have just started screaming in tongues. Uh, yeah, the same thing, just... really. <laughs> yeah. Devil Cause... worshippers, get behind me. Where's the snake? <laughs> <laughs> because we we just you know a few minutes earlier heard his uh his sermon about the the stars oh and, yeah he's a poet he's yeah a, he's, <laughs> yeah he is <laughs> m-o-o-n that spells stars <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i i i'm it's i can't believe i didn't mention uh a look that morgan gave um, it was it was very uh it was right there it was very Given the tone of everything else, it did kind of pull every. It pulled me out of it a little bit because he's just so dumbfounded by what was going on. <laughs> Whatever his acting choice was, that was the wrong one, I think. Do, um, Joe, I know you're not a huge fan of the sequence. It's okay. I don't know. It is a little showy. I'm the same way. I, I, I sit there. It doesn't really like. Oh, I'm impressed. I'm like, all right. I feel more like I'm not. I'm less of a fan of Ringo the further this scene goes on, then I'm more impressed by him. Yes. The Latin thing drags a little bit. Yeah. And I, I will say that like, um, you know, we're 38 minutes in this movie and outside of that shootout in the, in, um, uh, in the, at the Mexican wedding, we haven't really had anything. Like we had the Texas Jack thing, which was like characters. We didn't even know, like there was no tension on that. Um, but this is still, this is still sort of like just this whole, this whole Oriental sequence is essentially moving chess pieces. Whoa, in place. whoa, whoa! That's not yeah, the preferred yeah. nomenclature. Come on, <laughs> come on! Don't the even Oriental. get me started. I said the Oriental. Don't even get me started on Ringo and Curly Bill's toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> We're huge Curly Bill fans. <laughs> well, Powers Booth. I mean, come on! The fact that he has dark hair blows my mind. Powers Booth is what we call our recording studio for Tombstone Minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's already awesome. Uh, well, let's, uh, George, you, for, you, you, so great of you to join us. Want to give us a little pitch for Mogwai yeah. Minute to let, tell our listeners about it. Oh, um, what are they in store so for with that? So me and Neil Brown um, correspond our schedules from across the planet to talk about Gremlins one minute at a time. We are recorded 35 minutes, but only dropped maybe 10 or 15 of those. Um, we're, we, you know, we're, we're getting through it. We're having a good time. We've had a lot of fun guests and... I think we have some interesting conversations for everyone coming up. That's a great. Not movie. all of them are antagonistic. Yes. <laughs> Unlike we agree one. on some things every now and then. Gremlins is a fantastic movie. That's a movie that I would almost say, um, uh, to some extent, the opposite of Tombstone a little bit. And that, like Tombstone, I have really great memories from those VHS days, and I still enjoy it. But I think part of it is because of how much I love it. From then, we're like uh-huh. when I rewatch Gremlins, I'm like, man, this is like legit, still really good. Yeah, it's, it holds, it holds up. up. It really, really holds up. Check it out. 
listeners, if you liked if you like Tombstone, you should check out Gremlins. Check out Mogwai Minute, and uh, yeah, it's awesome. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Thanks for having me, guys. It's great. For our listeners, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, Minute Thirty Nine.